0: Welcome
1: back to another episode of Mr Mystery for you two host me ed and my main man Gladius Glinius. <laughs> <laughs> i had two boys it was there. A... <laughs> and my main man josh <laughs> as you say we've just got back from uh, a little little getaway should we say yeah that's the boys like we didn't film nothing or nothing like that. It was just get away a, from a, a little break, a, wasn't it? A break, yeah. Like we could actually enjoy being Ed and Josh, yeah. I'm glad With was going, yes. right? <laughs> and not and not missing mysteries, but like how we start every episode, Josh Haber, mate. That's fine until you said that. <laughs> 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 nah,
2: nah, really good, mate. It was just, like you said, it was just nice little
1: getaway break sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I've, we needed it because well we've been consistent for once like, yeah we're being consistent now like, yeah what the fuck? but like yeah we it, we've been like really gone mad with everything like we yeah it was just nice to have a bit of a break just yeah to, exactly
2: especially with the mayhem that's about one shoe, with yeah. the likes of the paranormal hunt oh, mate, interviews everything it's all about a hitter yeah. so a little break just before i was ideal sort of thing yeah
1: yeah yeah which is going to be this week this Friday where we're actually conducting the the ghost hunt thank you to dark realms uh, if you've if this is your first episode please give them a look on facebook their shop if you like anything like skulls because I like skulls <laughs> <laughs> or anything like that like rock bands or anything witchy or paranormal or you know what i mean yeah. that kind of realm dark realms is the place to go I'm fucking talking in mystic today, (laughs) How is it I talk better on your episodes than I do on mine?
2: Yeah, that is a point,
1: actually. I don't know. Fuck knows. Conspiracy. (laughs) There that is, yeah, we'll talk about that on some future (laughs) thing. Um But yeah, so um if you're new here, welcome. If you're Listen to us before, thank you so much, mm-hmm. we appreciate it. you actually like hearing our fucking voices or well, what do you what do you make it like <laughs> but, um yeah, so uh if you heard last last week um was the banshee episode, yeah, as well as our um uh, interview with Austin Alvarez from bizarre junkies, mm-hmm. which again I just gotta say a massive massive thank you to him, yeah, and he's been helping us behind the scenes he's uh giving us a contact to talk to which we are uh, in the process of doing mm-hmm. so yeah please give him a, a look in because he hes he, his content is unbelievable like I think one of the best ones is uh, um, a crime scene cleaner yeah which we, I'm halfway through yeah and it is
2: <laughs> mate if you're somehow listening to this, fair fucking play. How you do that shit, I
1: don't know. Nah. Because I would be like that.
0: <laughs> Every five
1: minutes, I'd be like, nah, fuck this for a laugh. Yeah, so yeah, please give him a follow. He's a lovely bloke. He deserves everything he's doing because he works bloody hard. And he's just a sound bloke and he's and he's gave us a bit of confidence. Yeah. I'd say, like, yeah. massively. So yeah, please give him a, a like, share and follow, whatever. Uh, yeah, check him out. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, as we spoke on uh, the Banshees episode, uh, our ne- th- like this episode is going to be on Harold Shipman, mm-hmm. which he was also known as Dr. Death. And if you don't know, my man here is going to tell you all about him mm-hmm. or what he, c- what he could find. Yeah, well, what we'll say right from the off cut
2: is there's... Ain't going to be as long as some of the other serial killer episodes because there isn't really much to go on because no. it happened over such a long period of time and he kept it so under wraps.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's,
2: imp- it was quite, it's quite difficult to find anything personal about the actual killing spree, so yeah. to speak.
1: Well, yeah, because you got to think, in the room would have been just him and them. Yeah, exactly. Like, the, the, yeah, it had just got away with it, which is weird when you think of, like, other killings, but that was... Just, because they were then crime scenes... Yeah. It was like, oh, fucking hell, like, it's a crime scene. Yeah, so you, you can where? find...
2: Clues and yeah. evidence and shit, where this is literally in a hospital. Well, no, actually, it, oh, it wasn't. He was it? actually a, um, it was during home visits and everything. Oh, was it? It was a home visit doctor. Like I said, I'll go into a bit more detail about it, but it was a home doc- uh, home visit doctor. So basically, it was him and them. And because it was a doctor. Yeah. You just say, yeah, you, yeah, exactly. You just think, oh, the other person's died because a lot of them were hmm. old age. I mean, the youngest person he killed was like 41. Right. And the oldest was like ninety six. Right. Yeah. So that, so that gives you the sort of age span mm. of the people he killed. Yeah. And a lot of them were to the latter age uh, latter stages of their car- career I want to right. say. Latter stages of their life.
1: The mortal cow.
2: Exactly. <laughs> so you regularly <laughs> So it was um Okay, so a lot of people just went, Well, well natural sort of Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, of course. But um we we discussed it over the weekend, like because we said we were building up to it, like over the weekend when we was together and out and saying about it. But British people, if you ever watch the series Gavin and Stacey, mm-hmm. <clears throat> most of the of the surnames are serial killers. Yeah, like you have Gavin Shipman, who Shipman we're doing that today. You have Stacey West, As in Fred and Rose West. Um, you had you even had one of the full names. Peter Sutcliffe, Peter Sutcliffe, who
2: AKA the Yorkshire Ripper.
1: Yeah, so that's three. I think that's pretty much yeah. all. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, so you have three of UK, the, main, the
2: three main families. Yeah,
1: were yeah, yeah was, all
2: named after uh, serial killers. So if you didn't know mad. now, you know, fact.
1: Mm. And people, I imagine people, be like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, well, or, Connor was, wasn't he? Yeah, Connor
2: didn't have a clue, and he's like a massive fan of Ga- uh, Gavin it's and a and Game stuff. of
1: Thrones. What's going on with me? There?
2: It, it must be a common thing. It must. Whenever be. it's whoever's episode, they just their minds go
1: to do you shit. Think we're a bit nervous because we want to do well. Yeah, but I don't cell. get
2: how because we've done this so many times now. Yeah, I know. Because
1: <laughs> to be fair, like when it's yours, I feel no pressure.
2: Yeah, and vice versa. Yeah, so I think that is what it must be.
1: But um, yeah, so
2: but as I was saying. <laughs> yeah, Connor's a massive fan of uh, Gavin and Stacey And even he didn't pick up on it mm. It was like, yeah, yeah West, Shipman, Sutcliffe
1: Yeah, that's a bit mad And
2: not only three serial killers in the UK The three biggest serial killers Other than Nilsson Yeah They are the three biggest in the UK
1: mm. Definitely yeah. the
2: three biggest in England
1: Yeah, 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 massively But, so, grab yourself a, a drink Some grub Sit down Fucking listen, yeah. <laughs> now, never... before
2: I start, one last thing apologies if you can still hear the static on the microphone. I think it is just a case of they're starting to go.
1: Nah, not happening, mate. Old Bessers, they've been here for the start.
2: But well, the one thing we've been saying is that the next thing is microphones. Yeah, I'll I think the microphones that. themselves are saying, Yes, put me out of my fucking misery, please. I'm whispering
1: and you can still hear me, so you know what yeah. I mean. Well, all right, watch this that's just you mate you're just full of static I am electron <laughs> <laughs> but yeah enjoy it Josh yes my son or better known as Gladius Glunius thank you very much for watching we'll
2: <laughs> see you on the next one
1: <laughs> father to a murdered son oh, here we go. <laughs> this is all I've had all weekend husband <laughs> to a murdered wife I'll have my everything dickhead bro i <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> okay, could use the other name joshy jojo
2: <laughs> Right,
1: take it away my man all
2: right now again one thing anyone comes up to me and says that i'll clout you in your face <laughs> <laughs> i don't care <laughs> If you're willing to have a broken nose, do it. I'll be there. You'll be there. <laughs> right. So, as Ed said, Harold Shipman's nickname was Dr. Death. And he is one of the biggest, if not the biggest, and notorious serial killer of all time. Mm. He is responsible for murdering up to at least 250 people over a span of 25 years. I heard it was more than that. Some people yeah, said that, like that is. Yeah, that is. Recorded, like, that they could prove, more or less. Obviously, it's probably way more. Probably, yeah. But, so, as I do with my Sherlock okay, Keller, i into a little bit of a backstory of him. So, Harold Frederick Shipman was born on January 14th, 1946, in Nottinghamshire. He was the middle child of three. Now, due to having the same name as his father, everyone actually referred to him as Fred. Mm-hmm. Him and his siblings were all raised uh, pro- as Protestant Christians and didn't have a lot of money growing up.
1: Nah.
2: Now, for those that don't know, a Protestant Christian it was like a basically a devout Christian. Mm. Anybody who didn't know the story with the whole IRA thing, it was the Catholics feed the Protestants. Catholics feed Christians, pretty much, but hmm. Christians on another level. Yeah, like yeah. they were devoted, as in to the case of like you know, no sex before marriage.
1: Which I fully recommend. Well, you fuck that then, ain't you? <laughs> Don't you that, then. Oh, boy.
2: <laughs> Get up, me <laughs> So,
0: as
2: I said as well, they didn't have a lot of money growing up. Now, the family grew up on a rough council estate. Now, although his mother, Vera, adored all of her children... Harold was obviously her favourite. Now the kids were taught that they should thrive at school and get a great job to get out of the estate. And when I say thrive at school, I mean like you know, putting the fucking putting the effort, yeah, A C a- a- tests, yeah, go to the uni, person. the works. Basically, be the the model child, basically, the perfect child.
1: He fucking done that. Didn't oh, he, he fucking did. <laughs> fucking done that what? <laughs> I was good at that, one. not
2: I? <laughs> now, Harold was... Now, even though all the kids done well at school, Harold was the one that just excelled to the point where he actually earned himself uh, a role in a high-end private school. Mm. Now, you think during like high-end private schools, it's normally you pay a big buck mm. to go there. He actually was enrolled for free. Oh, wow. He was that intelligent, basically.
1: He was a clever boy.
2: He was a clever boy. Now, growing up in a posh, uh, posh private school, Harold began to behave like all the other pupils, and even started to talk like them, which predominantly got worse and worse over time, which eventually turned into him growing up as a pompous prick. That's the only way I could describe it. Even yeah. to the point where he'd go back to his fat, like he'd go back to his estate, and it'd be a case of. He'd look at all of his neighbours and everything and almost look down at them. Which yeah, is yeah. ironic seeing you grew up on a council estate. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like, you know, remember where you came from, you knob jockey. Remember your roots? Exactly.
1: It's a good song by Zach Brown, bad must say. What remember your roots? No, it's just roots. Big up Roots. <laughs> Big up Zach Brown. Band. <laughs> I don't know how you should say that, Roots. <laughs> <laughs> Cause isn't that that film about slavery? That like that series about slavery. Isn't that called Roots. Never heard of it. Nope. That's couldn't a in that. Is
2: it? Yeah. See? Who says we don't teach you information? Exactly. It's fucking brutal. Yeah, I bet. I watched it in history and I was like, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) As I said, he grew up basically, he didn't want to speak or even acknowledge anyone that he deemed as lower class, which was pretty much everyone. Yeah, yeah. This led to him basically losing friends and becoming more or less a loner, Mm. which led to him... Doing nothing basically but studying. Right. Now, although he spent a lot of his time studying, he was also actually an extremely good rugby player, with many people saying he was a completely different person off the pitch. Mm. Like for argument's sake, off the pitch he was like he was calm, he was well spoken, polite, and everything. On the pitch, he on was the an pitch, he, yeah, on the pitch he was basically like a white touralagi. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? Just a fucking animal. Yeah. If you know rugby and you know the touralagi family, you know exactly what I'm on about. Manu touralagi is a just beast. An <laughs> an, just an animalistic family. You, but even the size of them, you're like, nah, this ain't it, chief. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Now, growing up, the one constant... Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, To do with his rugby career, he actually got that good that he... um, He played for the university team and everything and ended up actually uh, playing for the Nottingham Rugby Club.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: So, he could have easily been a a world-class rugby player. Yeah. But he took a different route. (laughs) Now, growing up, the one constant that he did have in his life was his mother, with the pair basically being inseparable. And him being absolutely desperate to make her proud and was absolutely terrified of letting her down. Mm. Well, when Shipman was 17 years old, his mum Vera was bedbound after being diagnosed with a severe and aggressive form of lung cancer, which led to Shipman actually being her carer until she passed away in 1963. Now, behind closed doors, this absolutely broke shipment because obviously he's lost his best friend and everything yeah, like that. Yeah, he
1: lost his world. But pretty to, much. Yeah,
2: but to the outside world, he seemed to be handling it perfect. Mm. It almost like he wasn't even mourning in the state. He was sad and gutted that his mum died, but he was like, you ha- you didn't have to worry about him or keep keep checking him and all that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Well, his mother's passing is where his aspiration to become a doctor originated from. And that was because during his mother's treatment of cancer, he was constantly looking at all her files, records, all that, because he wanted to be as knowledgeable as he possibly could on the situation. So he, like, he'd like, he be reading books about all different forms of cancer, all different forms of treatment, the works, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
1: so that way... So you could try to find a cure for his mum. Yeah, in a roundabout sort of right, way. Yeah, which you can't blame. him. That's fair. That's very, very fair. I'd have done this same. Mm-hmm. Now, during the
2: same time, Shipman decided to become a doctor yeah, sorry. During the same time Shipman decided to become a doctor, there was actually a shortage of doctors in the UK. Mm. This meant univers- uh, universities were accepting people into the medicine studies who didn't meet all of the common requirements needed. So if you needed like three A's or something, I think it was something like that, you needed like three A's. Mm. Shipman had a C, a B and a D. And they still accepted him because they just needed doctors.
1: Before you said he was like an ideal pupil, like, he
2: excelled. Yeah, he did, but he obviously didn't excel enough. He obviously didn't get the right test, but like... Fucking
1: loser. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Dickhead. Well, at 19... (laughs) Oh, you can say what we want. Look at what he'd done. Yeah, yeah, true, yeah. Yeah, fucking prick. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at the age of 19, Shipman enrolled into Leeds University of Medicine. And this is where he met 16-year-old Primrose May Oxterby. The pair ended up in a relationship with Primrose's parents thinking that they found the perfect son-in-law, mm. which is very similar to um, Peter Sutcliffe. We all know how that turned out, didn't we?
1: He was a lovely boy.
2: What? <laughs> well, not long after they got together, Primrose actually fell pregnant, which began issues between the families with both of them being devout Christian Protestants. Oh, yeah. And like I said earlier they didn't believe in things like sex before marriage and all that. So you
1: imagine him just be like, Why the fuck did that happen and then? <laughs> like, sweating. Like, yeah.
2: Who <laughs>
1: done
2: that man <like?" laughs> Harold's father even turned around to him and said that he's glad Harold Harold's mother is not alive to see this because she would be massively disappointed in him.
1: Oh, yeah, that's it. Just send him on a fucking yeah, fire. Yeah,
2: this crushed Harold because, obviously, he's doing all of this because he wants to make his mother proud. And then his dad's just gone... Nah, she would have fucking hated you. <laughs> <laughs> He's just going... <laughs> <laughs> this led to Harold and Primrose getting married... And giving birth to their daughter, Sarah.
1: <laughs> shotgun. Shotgun wedding.
2: Oh, right. <laughs> I thought you meant you kill the kid with a shotgun. I was like, Jesus Christ, mate. <laughs> with the three of them settling into a comfortable life. They even went on to have um, three sons... Named Christopher, Sam and David... During this whole time, however, Harold actually was hiding the fact that he had a drug addiction. Oh, right. And this started from his young days as an athlete when he was first using a deep heat type of substance, which later on he actually decided to start inhaling the fumes that were giving him a high.
1: So he's a glue stiffer.
2: Yeah, it started that way. Mm. And when he started his unit course, the one thing that he was, one of the first things he was taught was how to safely give an injection. So this is when he started to inject himself with morphine every single day because obviously right. he knows safely how to do it.
1: Mm.
2: This spiralled into a frenzy of all kinds of injectable drugs such as painkillers, opioids, the works.
1: So heroin. Yeah. he got onto heroin. Yeah. Jesus
2: Christ. I don't know if it was exactly heroin, but yeah, yeah, like heroin methamphetamine like, or, yeah, or yeah. something like that. Well, in 1970, Harold graduated university at the age of 24 and was now officially a doctor. Mm. My son is a doctor. <laughs> His first job was at the um, Frank General Infirmary, to which he was basically a junior doctor. Mm. So a, he would be one of them that would basically clean up all the surgical suites, everything right. like that. He wasn't actually treating patients.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. A few years later, at the age of 28, he decided to leave and got a job as a general practitioner or a GP. To which he received mixed reviews with the public saying he was absolutely comfort- comforting and almost like the perfect GP. He was like soft-spoken. He knew exactly what he was doing. <clears throat> but to his co-workers, he was the polar opposite with them saying he was cold, rude, aggressive, the lot. Mm. Which makes sense when you think he's got a drug addiction. Yeah. you As a doctor, you are going to be comfortable and that with your patients but then when there's no one around like patient wise around you if you're a drug addict and you haven't had your fix so to speak you are going to be a bit pissy aren't you I wouldn't know well no of course not but Mm. you've seen it in TV shows yeah true 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 this is when he started to abuse his power be, and he did this by being able to prescribe medication that he was able to feed his own drug addiction Mm. so what he would do he would find a patient who needed the same drugs that he was using he would then prescribe them with more than what they needed and then he'd keep the excess for himself.
1: Right, fair, fair.
2: This led to him injecting different drugs every two hours. And between this time, he was also consuming alcohol. So, meaning pati- patients were looking at him as the perfect GP and the whole time he was constantly drunk and high. <laughs> How the fuck? He must have been, like, unreal as a doctor to be like, okay, so we're going to start off with this, and then if you, if you get any side effects or anything, do you know what I mean? Okay, <laughs> lovely, have a new day. Get us a bottle of a and a heroin needle, yeah, cunt. Do you know what I mean? It's like, how the fuck do you do that?
1: What? Jesus
2: Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Now somehow youngsters actually got a hold of this information, and he would, he, they would actually use him to get um amphetamine, am amphetamine, amphetamine is that word? You said that literally like yeah, seconds. I know. And now I'm having a stroke, all right? <laughs> yeah, it would. The kids would actually use him to get amphetamine and things like that, mm. which means he was also a drug dealer, pretty much. <laughs>
1: Drug addict, alcoholic, drug dealer. You know? But the perfect GP. But a fucking great GP. <laughs>
2: <coughs> well, eventually, he was caught doing this and was charged with a drug abuse charge and forgery. And he was fined £600, which in today's world would be around 5000 Now, even though he had to go to rehab and, um, do you know what I mean, get clean and everything, he somehow was able to keep his fucking job. How?
1: There was a shortage.
2: Yeah, but I'd rather have a shortage than a fucking drugged up piss head to Yeah, but
1: all the public said he was a perfect GP. So they must have excelled. That must have helped him massively, this Yeah, true. They'd have been like, well, yeah, he might have been fucking high and pissed up. But, but he was good. He sorted me out, <laughs> <all> right? <laughs> yeah. Well, after
2: his rehab course, things obviously was not the same anymore. So he mm. decided to leave his job. And get a new one in a specific field at a medical centre in Manchester.
0: Mm.
2: Well, a few months into the job, the same thing emerged, with patients loving him and staff hating him. Now, due to the specific part of Manchester being predominantly an elderly populated area, he saw this as an opportunity. He came up with the idea of doing home visits to the elderly that way. You Know it was, it looked good to the like the doctor's eyes because it's like they're old, do you really want them tracing up and down here all yeah, the time? where yeah. I can just go and to their home and everything <laughs> like that. But yeah. in reality, he could use it to prescribe himself extra um medication without being caught yeah. because obviously there's no one else around him. So this basically led to him getting back on the drugs, yeah. Right. Well, on November 6th, 1989, at the age of 43 he received a phone call from a nurse who share, who he shared a patient with called Joseph Wilcoxon. Now, Shipman was supposed to visit this Joseph that morning during home visit. However, when the nurse arrived to Joseph's house, they found him dead in a chair, still warm, mm. meaning that he'd n- not long not died. Long,
1: yeah.
2: To which Shipman constantly kept saying that he hadn't seen Joseph for a few weeks. This confused um, all the hospital staff and everything because they're like, no, I swear... You were supposed to see him. They were checking the records and everything. And I was like, oh, it's not on there. Mm. No, he must be telling the truth. But they were like almost adamant he was supposed to have gone and seen this guy that morning. Yeah, yeah. Now, Shipman actually ruled Joseph's death as old age, which everyone just accepted Mm. because he was an old boy. This is when Shipman let... um, Yeah. Shipman then decided to leave this job... And he blames it on the new computer system, saying that he just couldn't figure it out and everything, where everyone else in the hospital was saying, it's a piece of piss to learn. Mm. This is when he decided to open up his own <coughs> doctor business, to which he found a loophole in his existing contract, meaning that he could take all of his existing clients from his old job to his new business. Right. And this is where the first red flag come up. Because the computer system he used is the exact same one that he said that he couldn't use in the last job. And that's right. why he left. But again, no one really thought too much of it.
1: No. But I thought, oh, well, he's seen that he can make a business and he's got used to it. Yeah. Fair play.
2: Well, this helped his business begin to boom. And his patient list just constantly kept growing and growing and growing. Hmm. Well, on November 24th, 1997, Shipment made one of his home visits to a patient called Marie Quinn. Now, when he entered the house, he found her dead. He didn't attempt to resuscitate her or anything like that and just ruled her death down as a stroke. Now, the confusing thing with this was he went to the house, mm-hmm. saw her body, called up the hospital and said, yeah, she's dead, went out of the house, locked the door, and Just carried on his day mm. where you think, obviously, because he's in his own business and like he's only got a certain amount of patience, he'd sort of get to know him a bit, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you'd think in any other situation you like you, that, yeah, you you, th- you'd yeah. think, fucking hell, do you know what I mean? Like, Marie's dead,
1: yeah, where he's quite cold about mm, it, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Well, it's one of them, though, like you say that, but at the same time, like he is a professional, he knows that it's, it's the inevitable, yeah, yeah, of course. So, it's a, bit, it's a bit of a grey area, I'll tell you that. Well, this continued
2: for a further year. And in March 1998, funeral directors and nurses began to point out that a lot of the bodies that were coming in recently were a lot of his patients. Mm. So, this is where they started to twig, maybe this is shipment. Yeah, this is, yeah, foul play. Yeah. Well, not long afterwards, it was soon discovered that his death rate was 10 times higher than any other doctor. <laughs> Okay, no. so again you're like a mm, bit odd yeah 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 and on top of this the majority of the victims seemed to die in the exact same position pretty much like a drug addict overdose mm-hmm. this is when stories and rumors began to spread with the uk major newspaper the guardian even writing that the police investigation in 98 was a complete shambles They stated that the police didn't check the inconsistencies of his medical notes with the deaths of his patients, despite many members of the public claiming that something isn't right. Mm. The Guardian also wrote that the police didn't even carry out the most basic parts of the investigation, whether or not Shipman had a criminal record or something like that. Which, if they did check, they would have seen that he'd gone to rehab for a drug...
1: Drug, yeah, yeah, drug drug problem.
2: Also in 1998... A former Manchester mayoress called Kathleen Grundy, who actu- um, actu- uh, mysteriously died in Shipman's care. Mm.
1: Grundy, yeah, she relates to Solomon Grundy because he was born on a Monday. Where's that from? That rings a bell. It's a nursery rhyme. That's where I know it from. <laughs> and he's also a villain in Batman. Yes, yes, yeah. that's zombie. right, am Yeah, yeah. Solomon Grundy, born on a Monday, married on a Wednesday. Died on a Sunday. Solomon Grundy. <laughs> <laughs> now, it also
2: stated in her will that she had left a lump sum of Har- uh, to Harold Chipman.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> Rough guess. What do you think that lump sum is?
1: <laughs> I don't know. 20 quid.
2: <laughs> Try
1: £396,000. It's better than a kicking of bollocks, I'd say. Who
2: leaves that to a doctor?
1: What yeah. he, he must have fucking cured everything. Yeah, nah, yeah, you know he like, He's like Johnny Sins, mate. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if you know, you know. Yeah. You dirty ducks. <laughs> oh, you boogers.
1: <laughs>
2: now, her daughter and solicitor, Andrea, however, was not convinced and ordered that her mother's body be exhumed and re examined, to which they found traces of heroin in her system. To which Shipman told the police that Kathleen was actually a drug addict. However, the police managed to discover that Shipman had written this as the cause of death long after she was dead. Found, like her body was found. Right. Where you think normally with doctors, they stamp the time of death and like cause of death as soon as they know, kind of thing. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Well, on 7th September 1998, Harold Shipman was arrested for the murder of Kathleen Grundy upon sur- upon searching his house they found a brother typewriter which is commonly used to forge documents
0: mm-hmm.
2: and after his arrest the police began to look at other patient deaths who were under his care mm. this led to the discovery of the pattern that other patients had all died of heroin or morphine overdoses right and that Shipman, and after the death, Shipman actually signed the death certificates and falsified the records to make it look like the patients were in poor health conditions. Mm. This is when all the pieces started to fit together, such as in an 18-month period, Shipman had actually murdered six patients down one street alone after he had paid them a visit. Fucking okay, no. hell. And in one month, eight of his female patients died in mysterious, uh, mysterious circumstances. Mm-hmm. Now, his whole time through court, he constantly protested his innocence, even though the courts deemed that all of this started from his obsession with making his mother proud of his superiority. Yeah. Well, on January 31st, 2000, Harold Shipman was found guilty with the counts of 15 murders and sentenced to life in prison. Mm. This is when the general public started to wonder if their family members, who was also under Shipman's care, had been murdered over um, over time. Well, over a uh, 24-year period, Shipman had taken care of, um, sorry, over a 24-year period that Shipman had been taking care of people, 500 of those had died. Now, obviously, they couldn't prove all 500, but the report concluded that even though his prison sentence only charged him with 15 murders, the true number will never, ever be discovered. No, only he knows that. With professionals believing that he is responsible for at least two hundred and eighteen to two hundred and fifteen murders, this makes him the um, biggest serial killer of all time with the most murders around the globe. Like of,
1: of, of a singular bat. Person. Yeah, yeah. Right. Recorded,
2: like obviously you think things like drug cartels and that probably got way more.
1: I was thinking more of the Holocaust. Mate, oh yeah, so thing, I mean, yeah, exactly <laughs> things like that.
2: But a singular man, one man ja- band, like yeah, 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 yeah. That makes him the serial killer with the most murders.
1: Fucking hell.
2: Well, on January 13th, uh, 2004, at age 57, Harold was found dead in his cell at HMP Wakefield after he had hanged himself with his bed bedsheets. Mm. He'd left no note or anything like that. But during this whole time period, he is protesting his innocence. Yeah, he, So this, I mean,
1: he knew, like, yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah. He found an easy way out. Yeah,
2: exactly. Fucking bitch. So... Don't get me wrong, I'm not going down to Jeremy Root saying, did he do it? Because Yeah, he, he fucking did it. Did, man. He did it, 100%. But, with the whole protesting his innocence, did he really think he would get away with it? Or, do, do you know what I mean? Or And just, the thing is, with this one as well, it's a case of, I know the judges are saying oh, it's because he wanted to make his mother proud of his superiority and everything, but what was the true reason? Why did he do it? Like, no one has a fucking clue other than him. And mm. you're never going to get out of him there because he's dead. Yeah. So this is why it's,
1: it was a difficult thing to find information on. It, him. it must have been just like a rush or something because, you know, like being like a drug addict himself, yeah. he's after that buzz.
2: Because I suppose when I first was looking this up, it was like, when it come to the whole drug addict thing? I thought well, maybe it was a case if he was off his nut, he didn't realise how much he was doing it, but then it's like, you don't do that 250 fucking times.
1: No. I think he probably got you know, buzz. and
2: especially even if you're drunk and drugged off your head, mm. and people are still saying you're one of the best doctors they've ever had, yeah. you know what you're fucking doing.
1: Yeah. I'll just say, it just seems like, the first couple of times, he probably was a mistake. He might have been off his fucking tits. Yeah. And was like, Ugh. <laughs> but then he might have, it gave him that like a rush
2: and you can't really say it's a mistake when you have things like typewriters and that and forging yeah was it a money thing yeah maybe they'd left they'd all left money to him in his will or something like that
1: maybe yeah. but they'd be able to see that surely in will records and stuff like that
2: yeah but maybe maybe it was something like a 20 quid thing here but then that um, yeah Kathleen Grundy who left him 396,000 pounds well Supposedly, but it's mm. obvious he forged
1: it. Do you know what I mean? It's like, what the fuck is. Mm. Yeah, no, that's a bit of weird. You know what? That's the only thing I can see. Like, he's got a bit of a rush doing it. You know what I mean? Like, he's getting yeah. that thrill, like you would if you was taking like, a, a, some sort of drug. I don't know personally, but. And maybe. Just kept. Going. Because,
2: I mean, the typical thing with a lot of drug addicts, they start off on the little things and then it don't work as much. Maybe the morphine and the heroin wore off for him do you know what I mean that he mm. wasn't getting that rush so mm. it was like maybe if I kill people yeah that's the next biggest rush
1: yeah I'm gonna get sort of thing Yeah, yeah. or he was doing it like because he was over prescribing them and he thought it's just an easy way to get out they've accidentally overdone it themselves yeah you know what I mean like, yeah at the same time if you've prescribed let's say Fragments because he ain't gonna take it will take a lot of the the overprescription, shall we say, but he ain't gonna take all of all it. All of it, and that little bit what he left, yeah, might have been Could know. have been a
2: case of, let's say, they needed like two milligrams of something, right, and he's mm. ordered forty milligrams. Mm. He's took twenty milligrams for himself and given them twenty. Mm. He's overdosed them. He can then take the rest that they're no longer going to need. Mm. Maybe it was a case of that. Maybe feeding his drug addiction even higher. Yeah, so to speak. Maybe. But that's not what you think, This because like I said, it was a real difficult one because you think biggest serial killer known to man in the country and definitely worldwide mm. killing that many people, there'd be so much more on him. But the fact that this was over a 24-year period, and like you said, because it was in a doctor's environment, there was no evidence, there was no hints of it. No. If they... he didn't kill Kathleen Grundy, he would have got away with it. Mm. It was only the fact that his daughter Her daughter, who was also a solicitor, was like... Bit sus, mate. There's no way in hell she'd leave you 398,000 fucking quid.
1: Mm. Yeah, and she's never been known as a fucking drug addict. Mm. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, it's a bit of a weird one. Massive weird one. Yeah. Fucking hell. That could be a fucking hell.
2: The amount of people he
1: could have killed.
2: Could have potentially killed. Like I said, 218 to 250 was what was recorded. That they could prove that, that f- he'd done. That is mad. How many did he actually fucking do? Mm. Over 24 years as well.
1: Yeah. And let like you say, he knew he weren't going to get get out. He knew he weren't ever going to make bail. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. His, and yeah. In fact, he even went for, so far to
2: protest um, his innocence that when he was under trial and everything, mm. he um, his cellmate kept asking him, did you do it? And he was like, no. His cellmate I don't, I don't know whether he had an overdose or, or whatever, but he basically was dying. Mm. Shipman helped him. Yeah. helped him. So I don't know if he actually survived it. Yeah, but that... But was that a ploy? Like, yeah. see? Why would I kill? I'm a doctor. I help people. Why would I kill?
1: Yeah. I, yeah, I think that's a bit of uh If I can make it look like I've saved someone, I'm going to get out and I'm going to carry on doing it. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So
2: this nah. this is the strangest serial killer I've covered by far, mm. because because there's, there's no
1: motive. No, this
2: is what I mean. Where the other ones, we've tried to figure out what the motive could be. Mm. There's no
1: motive. There's no. The only motive is his drug drug addiction. Drug addiction. But like, there's no like he didn't have like a really bad upbringing. No. Or nothing like that. The only thing there's, what made it what could make him snap is his dad saying that your mum wouldn't be proud. Proud, but. But fuck me. That ain't going to make you start kill, like killing no. that many people. how's that
2: going to make your mum proud? A devout Christian. How yeah. is murder going to make a devout Christian mother proud?
1: Yeah, or is he like, well, I'm, I'm disappointed now. Fuck it, it's got a whole way. I'll go the whole hog, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, 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 it, that f- don't make sense. It's
2: fucking mad. I don't get it. No, yeah. this is a real, real strange one. But mm. like I said apologies, because like I did say this is going to be a short episode, because there is next to nothing on it. Yeah. Which I think is the maddest thing—the biggest serial killer, at least in this
0: country—and
2: mm. there's next to nothing on him. No. Nah. And you're never going to find any
1: information because he's dead. It's just like because like we always say like they always have a motive in that like a, a shitty upbringing. I've been mean, looking at some of the ones we have covered, like um, Fred and Rose West and people like that. Yeah. Who's getting like abused as kids and stuff like that, which could which could bring them onto that. Yeah,
2: exactly. He or Ian that. Huntley having a bitch fit with his missus mm. that he, it led to him killing them two girls. Yeah. Or who else? The f-
1: who the fuck else will we covered? It's Myra Henley, that the more murder. Yeah. Murder. Ian
2: Brady and Henley, their Upbringers were fucked. Mm. There was there was nothing that could even other than the drug addiction. There was nothing leading to him, him to try and do that. Yeah. Or even people questioning. Mm. why he did this yeah the fact that so many like when it first started and he was like oh yeah died of old age or died of a stroke or anything because he's a doctor people are going to take that as yeah okay mm. people aren't going to question it no this is what i mean if he didn't kill that uh Caffeine grundy or he did it in a better way he would have got away with this 100%
1: massively yeah that is Crazy, crazy, crazy world. Yeah, no, I'm trying to fucking.
2: You can't, you no. can't think of anything, can you? No. Because I know people say, yeah, but he was a drug addict, but but how did that spur him onto murder? I don't yeah. get it. Unless, like I said, it was a case of the morphine and the heroin wasn't giving him that high as much. Plus, as well, right? I know he's gonna know exactly the correct dosage. But if he's dosing himself every two hours. Mm. And drinking in between, how is his body not like deteriorating and fucking up and all that shit? If mine might have. Yeah. but you look at like common cases of like heroin addicts on that, and when well, you see them a lot in like, on TV shows or documentaries or whatever, they're fucked. Mm. Like their bodies are actually breaking down on it because, you're, let's say he had a bottle of beer. Mm. It's 24 hours in a day. He, between that, ev- he was juicing up every two hours. Juiced. So that's what? Half the day? That's 12 hours. So he's drinking in between. So that's 12 hours of alcohol a day. He'd have things like liver cirrhosis. He'd have. His veins would be destroyed from like injections and everything. You'd know. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Looking at him, you'd yeah. know. Oh, you're, you ain't doing too good, Chief. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you see it common with alcoholics and everything. Like, you can tell when somebody. Is an alcoholic or a, a serious drug abuser because their bodies just cannot hack it. No, yeah. how the fuck did no one pick that up with this guy? He he wouldn't have looked. Yeah. Because even if you could say like his patients, yeah, they was his fami- they was old and that, but his family would have known.
1: Yeah, his, wife his co-workers
2: there. would have known. Do you know what I mean? No one picked up anything like that.
1: Yeah, because apart from saying like, he had a wife of three boys, like you've, you, you haven't said anything. <laughs> Else. So they must have been, still been living like a fairly normal yeah, exactly. family this is what life. Yeah, I mean. He
2: would have come home like, oh, you're
1: at know, Darling Albert's work, sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, not like walking in monged out of his fucking skull. Exactly. Like. Yeah. So it's like,
2: how the fuck. Like, this is actually mind boggling how not only he got away with it, but how he was actually able to do it in himself. Because, mm. like I said, his body, his mind, he would have been destroyed. Yeah. Yeah, massively. Because if this started right from the beginning, the whole drug and alcohol abuse, mm. 24 fucking years of it, doing it yeah. whilst murdering, and having the same mind to know, oh yeah, she died of a stroke, she died of this, he died of that. And people be like, yeah, all right. Not even looking at him going, he's a bit fucked. Does, did he do this right. accidentally? Yeah. yeah. Did he do this accidentally? It's like, how the fuck? Yeah, no, that's it. A- that is a one. Plus, as well, when he went to prison and everything, he wouldn't have been able to get hold of drugs and alcohol and shit, because you know where you see it, like with um, people that want to come off heroin and they give them like meth, methamphetamine and shit, mm. but they you, know, you have to go to the doctor and give them a correct dosage
1: and shit. Mm. Would the prisons have done that back then? Yeah, would they? It'd have been like some sort of rehabilitation thing, thing, because otherwise, it, it well. I don't know if it'd kill them, like coming off. I, I, I don't, like no. I, say, I don't know. From what Nothing I've seen of
2: it. a lot of documentaries of proper, like severe heroin users, it's when they try and help themselves that they die mm. because their body's just got so used to taking it mm. that when they come off it, even if they have got like a substitute, their body's just like, whoa, what the fuck is it? And they just shut down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there was a lot, there was um, a woman on the Jeremy Carl show. Which, if you're not from the UK, is basically... If you're from the US, it is our version of the Jerry Springer show, just not as mad. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. It is our, it's a UK version of that, just not as insane.
1: Yeah, you didn't have like, midgets flying out. No, like it was that. literally
2: people that needed help. Yeah. And um, there was a woman on that. She'd been using heroin for 12 years. And uh, they had a doctor come on. And she had like all blood clots, her veins were all shut up, everything. Mm. And uh, Jeremy asked the doctor, was like, Is she gonna die? And the doctor turned around and went, I'm surprised she's still alive. Yeah. Because how fucked she was.
1: Fucking hell.
2: And she was like, I wanna change. And she did, she changed herself thoroughly, clean and everything. Mm. A couple of years later, she died. Heart attack. <laughs> Which actually, is what I mean. Yeah. That's because that's your body's so used to taking this shit.
1: Yeah. It's like I hear people, because if you're watching us, you can see we're avid smokers. Mm -hmm. Um, That people who have been smoking all their lives stop smoking, they have heart attacks and stuff like that. Shit like that. It's because their body becomes so immune to it. Was that a case with him, though?
2: But again, this is where it kind of makes sense with the heroin side. His body got so used to it, but alcohol. It doesn't matter how dependent you are, I
1: don't, I, I your think body
2: will not get used to that.
1: I I'll still, I'll think that with heroin, though. I don't think you can get immune to it. Because mm. it is. Oh, it just fucks you, don't it? Like, just... You know what I mean? It's, it is horrible.
2: I hate heroin. I actually despise it. It's mm. fucking disgusting. Yeah, no, I
1: just, like, so that's why. I, I, but what I,
2: even, let's just say, for argument's sake, you can get immune to it. Mm. Alcohol, you cannot. No. You see, it at times, alcohol because a
1: lot of things with well, alcoholics. You, you do though, don't you? You become more, you get more tolerance.
2: Yeah, but at the same time, you look at a lot of alcoholics. Their stomachs blow up, their legs swell up, mm. they go yellow, with jaundice, and all that sort of shit. You can, like I said, you can tell if someone's an alcoholic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it either goes one or two ways. They either swell up basically, or they just become like a stick insect.
1: Mm. Fuck! I better start drinking. <laughs> Yeah, out. but
2: no one I look. we go the other way. Yeah, I no, We'll better. just be like, boop, boop, yeah. oh, no. <laughs> <It's like, "Hello." laughs>
1: I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. Fuck DeFano. Fuck DeFano. But yeah, no. That... I mean, the sadness
2: of it is, I know I'm not <clears throat> saying poor Harold Sherman because he was a scumbag for killing the yeah, people. Yeah, fucking hell, yeah. But the sad, the sad reality of it is, he was ill. He was a a drug addiction. It's a disease, isn't it? Yeah. He yeah, was yeah. ill.
1: Yeah, I still don't think I said he. No, f- of course, course not. Of course murdering. not. <laughs> Fucking course not. Not even in the slightest. Yeah. But at the
2: same time, it's like it's a mind fuck.
1: Yeah. I just hope he's burning wherever he is.
2: Oh yeah. If the, if there's such a thing as hell, that motherfucker's got the penthouse.
1: Mm. Yeah. No, I hope he's burning away, nice and crisp. Because fuck you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Small serial killers, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Well no, it's it's a bit mad. That is a bit mad.
2: But, yeah. No, like we said, let us know what you think. What what you think? Why he killed these people? Is there a specific reason? Mm. Do you believe it was something to do with his abuse of drink and drugs? Yeah. Do you believe he was just, you know, tapped and just thought fuck I'm it. doing this, I'm doing this for mummy? Like Let's let know what so you guys is think. So he some
1: sort of Doctor Jason Voorhees now. <laughs> <laughs> All he needs is a hockey mask and he's fucking set. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah.
2: But then saying that Jason killed because they killed his mum. Yeah.
1: Yeah. True. 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 Wonderful. They're, they're my favourites. Friday the Thirteenth. I love them films. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, massively. Because like, caught that my wife. I caught. She like she loves the Halloween, like she yeah. loves Michael Myers and that, which a lot of people do because like the new films mm-hmm. and that, but no, nah, Friday Fame will always be my favourite. Always always be the boy. Yeah. And he's I think he's out of all like the f- film slashes, he has I think he's still got the highest number of kills. Is he? Yeah, I think so. Which is cool, you. I would
2: have thought Michael Myers would have uh, had
1: it. Mate Maybe like if you added all the films together, but there is a lot of Friday 13th. Yeah, I mean, there's well, was ten. Freddy vs Jason, and the Jason remake X. of Friday 13th as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, I meant yeah. That's what I meant. Oh, 10, is that
2: in the one of the tens?
1: No, 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 no. Sorry, no, no. I meant that uh, was Jason X. I meant in the ten, but uh, yeah, then Freddy vs Jason and the reboot,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which I quite liked. I
2: quite like the reboot.
1: Mm. But, um, that's
2: got him out of supernatural, isn't it?
1: Yeah, Sam. Yeah, Jared Padalecki. The what? Jared Padalecki. You casting a spell on me? But, <laughs> 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 but yeah, yeah, he's in that. Yeah, they're a good film. That's a good film. But um, I I would like it if they remade them if they redo one and again.
2: Yeah, because she, they've they've redone really all of them more or less, haven't they? They've done yeah the Chainsaws. They've done yeah. Halloween. They've yeah. done Friday the Thirteenth. Mm-hmm. Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm.
1: Which was shit. Yeah. The new, well, 2010, so that's fucking that's 13 years ago now.
2: And there's another one now coming out.
1: Yeah, that... Because
2: off- it's the first one without Robert England, isn't it?
1: No, second, because the remake was without Robert England as well. Was it? Yeah. That's why everyone hated it.
2: Yeah. It's just not a same.
1: Nah. See that's the thing, like with Jay- like when you had Jason and that, you could change. The yeah, actors.
2: Jason and Michael, the and uh, even Leatherface, because they wore masks. Yeah, you can change them many times to- as many times as you want.
1: Yeah, whereas like Freddy, like it was his face. It was him. Yeah, you can. We couldn't really do it, but
2: Scream—they've done fucking god knows how many times. Yeah,
1: I know they brought another one out. Yeah, and with with that General Ortega's in it, isn't she who was who was Wednesday Addams. Yeah, she seems to be a fucking everything. Everything now. now. Like what the fuck, like. But I got sick of scream. Mm. it was just very samey. Like do you like scary movies? <laughs> yeah, like, mate.
2: yeah, come on, if you're gonna do it, just fucking hurry up yeah, it, f- will you? Fuck
1: off. I, I don't know. Apparently like this was got more of a supernatural element to it. I'm not too Is sure. It? Yeah, I dunno. Uh Chucky, like Charles Chucky. Play. They they redone that. Um But yeah, no, nah, you just can't be Friday things. So just it's just such a classic thing and yeah you know what i mean just like campers who
2: do you think win winning a fight out of them if it was like a royal rumble jason because he's dead but he's then technically ain't michael dead no nah, it's just he's like i thought like the more he kills the stronger he gets sort of thing. yeah
1: it is but he ain't, he's still human like he's yeah. just got a bit of a supernatural element to him but he's still human I Suppose like, you take his fucking head off yeah exactly he's done for yeah the amount of times jason's been killed yeah and because he, he is already dead he just keeps coming back <laughs> leatherface is just a fat inbred yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> he screams a bit and has a chainsaw yeah freddy Krueger, then though like he's nightmare he's side. dead yeah he's already dead but like, i'll just well jason Why he didn't beat him but he did but well, they he, beat each other didn't they Pretty much, yeah. Well, Jason come out of the lake with with his with head, his head, and he was still alive. Yeah, so it's one of them. Like you just you can never write him off. Nah, that was the last one, Freddie and uh, Robert England done. Was that actually? I think so. Yeah, Freddie versus Jason. Fuck okay. it, oh. that came out in what like, three. Something like three? three, I think, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so that's yeah. But um, yeah, well, That's what I mean. You you ain't seen like. You, c- Oh, weren't there a series or a film that come out about um, a killer doctor, not too long ago?
2: The only one I can think of is Dexter.
1: No, no, because he wasn't a doctor; he was a uh, crime scene investigator. Like, yeah, so that's what I mean. No, like, there was one, on the and it, it, so it had um, Eddie Redmayne. You know him; who played yeah. Stephen Hawking. It had him, and I, I can't think of what it's called. Please let us know. Like, I'll, we'll have to have a look at after we finished mm-hmm. but. Um, yeah, and he played one, and and I I'd like to say that because he's a fuck brilliant actor. He is, because like he he would be like all talking that, but he, in it, at the same time you just look at his eyes, you are just dead, dead yeah, on the eyes like, and he, how he portrayed it, it's just like that was freaky. Yeah, you know? I was like, I don't know, he, like, I'm scared of him, and he's only <laughs> and he's only like a little bloke, isn't yeah. he? But I'm like, I don't know about that. <laughs> so yeah, but, but that would that be that be an interesting one. Hmm. hmm.
2: Ma, no, I think I'm about bad Yeah,
1: yeah. What have we got next week? Well, next week uh, we are going to be doing different UFO sightings oh. and stuff like that around the UK. <laughs> we haven't done anything to do with aliens this this season. We haven't yet. actually, no. So, awesome. yeah. So I'm going to be doing doing something like that. Oh, it's getting very very near the end for me. Yeah.
2: Well, I've got I've got one more topic. Right, yeah, yeah, because and then obviously you've got the big one, yeah, boy, you know, <laughs> which is like the perfect finale. Yeah, it is the perfect finale, you know. Are we doing a season two finale? Uh, fuck it, why not? Yeah, so start getting your questions in. Yeah, where can they get their questions in there,
1: Ed? Right,
2: oh, <clears throat> see that, see that, see oh, that. Right. Hey. Oh, good at that hey. <laughs> <laughs> You're boy. <laughs> see you
1: Gladius Glinius, he strikes again. Um, you can follow us on Facebook, which is Miss and Mysteries in Black and White. You can follow us on Instagram, which is Miss Mysteries underscore the actual little underline thing, um, not the word underscore because if you do that, you just fucking don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> you can email us. Uh, at and mysteries at outlook.com, and that could be sightings, that could be theories, that could be criticisms, that could be praises, which we'd prefer, <laughs> but that could be ideas for the podcast, um, anything, anything at all, any moral thing, and questions for our finale, mm-hmm. which we will be doing. Um, you can follow us on TikTok, which is Mister Mysteries ten, which is Mister mysteries 10. You can follow us on Twitter, which is hang on one second. Well, we say the best way to find us
2: is go through the Facebook. Follow that. There'll be a link to all the socials on there. You can pick which, and choose what you want. Which
1: is myths mysteries one, that all one word and the number one, myths mysteries one. Um, you can watch us. Actually, see us what you say uh, on YouTube, which is Miss Mysteries. But like I say, it's always like Josh has said, it's easier to find us on Facebook, mm-hmm. and all the links are on there, so you go through that. Mm-hmm. You can listen to us at Josh Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, uh, Samsung,
2: Podchaser, Player FM, and iHeartRadio.
1: Yeah, Podbean's one, and all is, is the other one. If you actually go on the website, that and Go for us on there. That's got all the. Oh, links. that's got all the links on there. That's as like well. our website, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think as if that's covered. Yeah. But no, let's like say this Friday we are doing an actual ghost hunt, which I'm buzzing mm-hmm. for. I can't wait. Really can't wait. I hope shit happens, but not yeah. too much shit. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So we've got that froth this Friday, which is mad. Yeah. That's come around so quick.
2: We've got a few interviews lined up in the next few
1: weeks yeah well. yeah yeah yeah. we've got some interviews lined up we've got some other um investigations hopefully planning mm-hmm. and everything i mean i just want <laughs> to go in the woods i just want to go in the woods i want to i want to find some beasts i want <laughs> Pigeon. <laughs> yeah. I want to. F- will try and find some monsters. So that'll be good. We won't fake it too much. <laughs> nah, we won't fake it for a start. But if it does start becoming dead, we'll just make entertainment. Fuck yeah. it. <laughs> See, we got you covered. Yeah. We got to try and make it as entertaining as possible, yeah. as well as like trying to get our point across and get some make our theories. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, like I say again, want to my- thank everyone i mean if you follow us on um tiktok you'd have seen both me and josh i mean josh did it first and i thought fuck it i'm doing one and all like uh, thank you like josh please explain like what you're well, looking at what
2: we was looking at like i said if you follow the tiktok or the instagram i think it's on as well you yeah. you'll know and that is because oh, mysteries.
1: On, we need to put it on the facebook yeah
2: well. missing mysteries that little podcast that has been going for over a year has now reached two thousand two hundred listeners that repeat listeners like I was shocked at this <laughs> which is <laughs> fucking mental yeah I know it's it actually mad. mental so like we've said in the videos massive 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 massive, 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 massive mujer, thank you <laughs> to every single one of you whether you've listened to one episode 10 episodes or every episode yeah you guys are honestly legends, and like I said, you spur us on yeah, to do massively more and more and more.
1: Yeah, you might. Hopefully,
2: now, like we said, we've got all these different things lined up, and now that the
1: weather's getting warmer and summer's around the corner,
2: we can do a shit ton more.
1: Yeah, boy. And like us say, like you, you, you are like you who are li- like listening, watching, or whatever. Oh, we didn't mention fucking Patreon.
2: Yeah, because it's still under review. The it's moment. still
1: under review, so don't worry about that <laughs> just yet.
2: <laughs> really yeah fuck
1: me checked last night Ugh. but um yeah listening watching or whatever it's you that are making our dreams come true mm-hmm. like it sounds weird like but our dream is to do this full time our dream is to go out explore do adventures find bits and pieces find out <sighs> the truth of the our mysterious world mm-hmm. you know i mean for a start it's going to be our little island of the UK but we hopefully we will point, go
2: bigger and better well, yeah. when we can I afford mean to.
1: mate Austin offered, said he wants us to go to the US and do a big fight yeah living. exactly like what do you mean <laughs> I'm not coming home <laughs> When he said that, I nearly pissed my pants. I'm not going to lie. I was just like, what? <laughs> what a ball? What a ball? What a buzz. So, yeah. But, no, honestly, a massive, massive thank you to everyone who's ever listened to us. To our friends, our family. I know we say this now on every, ep- on every episode. People must be getting fucking sick of us. Keep thanking everyone. But bollocks to you. Yeah. Thank you ever so much to our friends and family who have supported us. Who have spurred us on. Especially, like, our boys. Like, they've, they've been really, like... Like pushing us like really like pushing us in, in our backs to like keep going keep doing it we're, we're, we're gonna get there and I'm just, in a way start to fucking believe it yeah now. and that's what's making it's making this more enjoyable yeah, exactly it's making this more enjoyable and it's making me yearn for doing more yeah and like we, we, we'll probably be chatting for like another hour or two hours after filming this and like trying to come up with more fucking yeah. things to do because we just want to do it and we enjoy it we want to find the truth we want to find entertainment we, this is what i want to do for, for <laughs> my life and i know Josh is as well yeah and mate i can't believe it. yeah no nah, this is just such a buzz and i was yeah just fucking thank you thank you but yeah That's i think i'll stop this now before you call. i'll figure mine <laughs> <then>. <laughs> but no, thank you very much for listening and watching you both
2: and we'll see you in the next one bye happy opening